everyone. This is Nick. And this is Tim. This is sidetrack number seven. We don't have sidetracks very often anymore, actually. Nope. It's just kind of an every now and then sort of thing. You know, we, if we have something very special that's not in our normal wheelhouse for either Weekly Hijack or Derail Train of Thought, we make a sidetrack. And this is number seven, where we'll talk about episode seven of Star Wars. Oh, oh Star Wars. I thought it was going to be like... You know, some other show. No, but, we haven't gotten to Battle Outside, and that no. would and that would be the weekly hijack. That that's would what be we're yes. About. Okay, so episode seven of which is if you haven't heard, there's a new Star Wars movie out. Really? Yes. What's it called? Um, the Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Also, episode seven. Uh huh. Also, telling me um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what some people are calling it. So, <laughs> uh, do you want to do like a? Spoiler-free version? No, we, I think we just need to have a giant spoiler warning here. Okay, yeah, this yeah. thing's going to be filled with spoilers. Yeah. We're not even going to try to do a separate section other than, uh, you should go see this movie. Yeah, if you have not, don't don't listen to this yet, seriously. Because for two reasons. First off, you don't want uh, spoilers. Second off, go make your own opinion before hearing ours. Yes, So very true. Okay, well, where do we even begin with I this, don't know. Nick? I'll just start with this. Um, I love the new characters. The new characters are possibly my favorite thing about this movie, honestly. Yes, I think I was very happy. For me, I understood they had to do the whole legacy thing, get the old people in, and and it worked really well. I really wanted to see Quilt stand on the new characters. Yeah. And Ray's, I love Ray. Um, She's like the opposite Ray Ayanami. Um, (laughs) I hadn't even put that together. It's spelled differently. (laughs) It is spelled differently. Yeah. Um, Finn's great. Um, Kylo Ren is very I- intriguing. Poe, I heard someone. Poe dis- is awesome. He, I love. They po. described him as the most interesting man in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poe Dameron's genius. And he's the per- and it's fabulous. That's the first person you see, really. Yeah, it's it's kind of fun. The first person a, a pilot, like a real focus on a guy who's just a pilot. Yeah, because we've had pilots who were also other things, but he's. Yeah, it's like we finally got a Wedge Antilles type character. Yes. I mean, Wedge was always much more low key than this guy yeah. seems to be, but still, it was it was really cool to have yeah to, to meet up with him first. And they, they established, I mean, really in the first what ten minutes, you've introduced all the main new mm-hmm. guys. Really, yeah. I mean, that first scene has Poe and Kylo Ren and, and BB Eight and BB Eight, and mm-hmm. then you get Finn right then, and then you get Ray right after that whole. Yeah. Intro scene. Yeah, they spent the, the the beginning is very nice. They spend a good amount of time introducing characters. And, and interweaves very well. I mean, yeah. the beginning is very strong. Yes. And just start by the beginning. So you have the scrolling thing. And man, they get a lot of stuff done in that thing. Uh, I tell you, if we had known that beforehand, a lot of questions would have been answered. I was sitting next to my baby sister and we were we were she was like uber excited because this is this is her first Star Wars movie to see in theater. And so, you know, we were both kind of fanboy, fangirling out at the very beginning. But I love that the very first text in it is, Luke Skywalker has vanished. (laughs) After all the, after months of everyone asking about this, I think that was a masterful stroke to have everyone asking about the very thing you're going to start the movie with. Yeah, it was great because you're like, oh, so this isn't just something, that's that's the plot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I thought that was brilliant. And, um... That worked really well as a plot, actually. I mean, that, mm-hmm. you know... Luke uh, Skywalker is the MacGuffin. So, it, it, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not quite in MacGuffin in the sense of you don't really know what it is. You know who Luke is, but... So, you know. she's going to talk about a new character. Should we just talk, t- touch... Be, do we want to say something special about each of them? Or? I guess we could do that. I don't know that I have too much... I mean, they're all cool. Yeah. Um, a question. Do you think there's any explanation for why Finn changed, or he just is the anomaly in the system? I think he might just be the anomaly. I mean, I think from like a 
hero's perspective, you know, he's he's very uh, someone to look up to because he's the one who threw off his yeah. programming. I don't know that there's any deeper scientific reason beyond that, and that's not one particular thing. There's some ex- things I would like to have more explanations yeah, for we'll in this there, movie, yeah. but that's not no, that's not one of them. When you first said, I thought, well, maybe there will be. Then later on, I'm like, uh, I think that's just a th- you know, it just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, she's very intense, which I enjoy. She is, and and I like the, I like the <laughs> just you know they keep you know he's a stormtrooper trying to save her, and it's just it's not. <laughs> she's like, like, I, I can take care of myself. Yeah. Stop holding my hand, and thankfully not an annoying way. No, no, and because sometimes those those you know strong female characters they can get a little too bossy. But I, I never felt that way with and her. And I had to say, just her, you know, the the running, and we'll get through this. I think the running theme of um, force Skywalk. Well, I don't know Skywalker. Who knows? But um, we'll get to that. Um, strong force people who are also very good mechanically. You know, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, because that's that's, that was the thing. I mean, again, expanding the universe does matter, but that was a thing in the expanding Anakin universe. Anakin and Luke both did a lot of stuff yeah. with parts, and then and, um, yeah, and, and then, piloting, and and yeah. then uh, expanding the universe. They had kids who could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, which I don't really judge. know a whole lot about Jaina and Jason. But, no, okay. but they could, yeah. Okay, um, or one of them could. I can't remember which. It doesn't matter, but I think they. I think there are ideas from those mm-hmm. books that. They may use. I don't think you should expect them to, but there are certainly the fact that Luke, you know, had a temple. Or he's, he's trying to find a Jedi temple, and that mm-hmm. he trained kids. And yeah, that, done uh, wrong. I mean, that's very. Uh, yeah, I was glad. I was glad to hear that he had at least started. You know, yeah. so, something like a Jedi Academy. Um, so yeah, her flying the Millennium Falcon was great, and yeah, she's fine. <laughs> uh, BB-8. Do we have anything to say about him he's other awesome. than he's he's fantastic? I, mean, there, I don't know how. It, I was telling Zach he's basically R2D2 designed by Apple. Um, which is nothing, which is great because he has all the charm R2D2 while being basically next gen. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a person that the minute we all saw him, he's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then we found out he was real and we're all like, what? Yeah. That's even cooler. The fact that he's not a a CG because at first you're like, how can it even be physically possible? It is possible. It's pretty cool. Should we mention, should we start just opening the Kylo Ren can worms here then? Well, we're just talking about surface level characters, okay. so we won't go into family histories yet. We'll say okay. that for later. But um, as a bad guy, he's a really he's an interesting bad he's guy. He's interesting. I mean, what really you know kind of to me encapsulates him is that you know you have the whole scene where you think he's going to force choke the guy who's bringing <laughs> bad news, and then he basically throws a temper tantrum. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, this is uh-huh. this is. The character and it, and it's interesting too. Like if you look at his lightsaber, how it like sputters. And yeah, like it's, it's like very un- un- as yeah. opposed to like all the other lightsabers, which are very cool and you know kind of straight. Yeah, he he's he barely contained. Yeah, he, there's a lot of raw energy emanating from him. He's an unpolished gem or something. Yeah, I guess. you know, an evil his Vader gem. was always you know when he introduced Vader, he was always very calm and collected and you mm-hmm. know. And th- but he, I mean, he could still it kill minions with a of his hand because he was obviously he could get mad but yeah. it was a very cool anger yeah and this is yeah this guy's much more warm yeah <laughs> not warm hearted but no heated I guess yeah. but, and then Poe is just fun yeah yeah I guess yeah, oh, we, we skipped over him we should we throw Maze in there Maz how do you say I liked Maz a lot she, Maz Maz I can never get her name right Maz thank you Zach from the other room <laughs> um, he will eventually probably sneak in here uh, no I thought she was a really fun character and I liked my, she was fun. She was wise without being, as my sister Rachel said, she was wise without being annoying. Like sometimes yeah. wise characters come across as know-it-alls. Yeah. She seemed very personable, very down uh, to earth ish. Yeah, yeah. 
and cool character design. I like I like the little the eyeglass things yeah. that like seem to remind me a little bit of uh, is it Edna from The Incredibles? <laughs> <laughs> just the glasses just remind me. Someone asked me if it, she was the. Uh, there's there's a boss character in NCIS Los Angeles that looks that it's also another one of these very short older <laughs> ladies that that's hilarious. But uh, I guess that's most and then there's Huck, so we don't see a lot of. Is that his name? The the first order general. Which he I wish we would have seen more of actually. He he was he was like it was like it was interesting. They, I love that they they kept like the very Nazi Aryan yeah. type. Imperial officers. His speech was great, but yeah, like that was the first one we'd seen. Like it was like spittle and. No, like, that's the thing. Like the first order just seems more vitriol. I mean, it's like it's more untamed. You know, like the empire was very. Well, the empire had had like twenty years to like be like we're cool, we're yeah. in charge, and the yeah. first order is like angry. Yeah, it, like, yeah angry. how dare you do this to? Well, we're talking us. about new characters, should we throw Snoke? Okay, weird, weird weird name. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold that name, honestly. It's like a mix between Snake and uh well what I keep thinking it sounds like a Harry Potter name. It does. Like Snape. Or Snape, yeah. Snape, Snoke. Snape, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, is it real or not? We'll go check Snoke. Oh, Snopes. Um <laughs> Okay, at first... Hopefully at, they're not just blowing smoke. smoke. <laughs> at first, he's this giant. I'm like, I hope that's not really a giant. I would have been okay with a giant. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I was uncertain with the humanoid giant. I'm like, ah, and then it was. And I'm like, uh, it made me feel better. I wasn't I, I wasn't quite sold on that. I do have to say, they have apparently greatly approved hologram technology in the last 30 years. Yeah. I mean, you don't see a whole lot of difference in Star Wars technology from era the droids to era. All, yeah. The droids a little bit. But I mean, from, I mean, you go all the way back to Knights of the Old Republic That's era. True. And technology looks very similar. So the yeah. fact that they... Upgraded their hologram technology, which looked pretty much the same for all the previous yeah. Star Wars movies. It's like, huh, it's yeah. an interesting choice. So he was, he was, he was. I don't know what to say about him. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was. I, I, I don't know. I liked his design. Yeah, I thought it was very. It was interesting that he looked very old. So he probably would have been around for some of the Empire yeah. era, I would assume. Yeah, um, and he, he obviously. I thought he had a presence. There's and he wasn't – what was interesting, he wasn't particularly worried about Kylo Ren going off the – I mean – Yeah. It's like he was like, we'll just, we'll just see what happens here, mm-hmm. which was odd. Yeah, he was, more, he was way more worried about Luke coming back than about losing his only apprentice. Yeah. Probably because, you know, you can groom evil apprentices from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the main characters. So, well, let's new talk, characters. Yeah, let's talk about the return of the okay. old characters. Again, we're not – we're just touching on characters. Yeah, stuff we'll, we'll do thematic stuff in a bit. Yeah. So Han, it was so much fun to see Han yeah. in, in this. Uh, Harrison Ford felt like – I think he kind of returned to the role pretty well. Yeah. There was even like one, one moment I think when he was yelling at Chewie like – it, his voice didn't sound any different. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of times you could tell he sounded older, but like there was another scene like it almost could have come from the original movie, just the way his voice sounded. And just the curmudgeonly old Han Solo is. <laughs> it well, works really well. Well, and I love that they do with Chewie. They had, there were some great Chewbacca moments in yeah. here too, honestly. Like when Han's like, did I? And he's like, he's like yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I you, no, best intro of an old character. Yeah. Is, no, no, not no, not him. Not so him here's okay. my my favorite intro an old character is Han sees Leia, <laughs> and then C three PO sticks his head, in, and I'm like, that is awesome. <laughs> that that was that was great. That's perfect C three PO because really there is no other character like C three PO in the Star Wars universe and any of the other movies. 
No, no. I mean, he's he's a very distinctive type of humor. And you and most people probably wouldn't want much more of, of that. And, I mean, and they use C-3PO, I think, probably just the right amount for this. Yeah, for like, especially the type of movie this was. Yes, yeah. Um, speaking of Leia, how how did you feel about her? Pretty good. I mean... When, when they first introduced her, I thought they were holding her back because she didn't say a whole lot. Um, and if you've seen Carrie Fisher in interviews, she knows she's kind of a crazy old lady. <laughs> um I've seen her in person, and yeah. I can tell. I think I talked about that before. She's kind of a crazy yeah. old lady, um, but I thought she did really well. Danielle, again, my sister said she couldn't really hear her voice, which was kind of hard. Her voice has gotten kind of gravelly, but you can still see Leia in her eyes. Yeah, I, I think thought. she works fine. I mean, no complaints about it. But no, like, oh, that was genius. But yeah, yeah. Zach is slowly <laughs> moving over here. Um, I'm trying to think other old characters. Well, I guess the only other one would be Luke. Luke, okay, okay. I had to say... Well, let's, let's... Admiral Akbar. Oh, Admiral, Admiral Akbar was fantastic, yeah. even though he didn't say anything. And when he nubs there, I think it's still him. I wondered if that was him. Well, the... it might not. It could just be another solo stand. Lando's... But... I, I yeah. don't know. I figured that was... I knew who you were talking about. Yeah. Lando's co-pilot. Yep. Okay. I assume... I mean, I, why couldn't it be him? Yeah. I mean, why not? I have no idea about the age. Um... And they, oh, there was that trash droid. I saw a trash droid. I saw a uh, <laughs> the, the little like shoebox droid. Yeah, <laughs> the mouse droid. The yeah. Mouse droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's about. I think that covers character stuff. I do. Yes. Okay. What do you want to do next? Next. Next. What next? Next. Do you want to do a thematic things, family relational? Let's thing? talk about the plot. Plot. Okay. And I guess I could cover a lot of territory, but. Um, a lot of people pointed out that this is structurally very similar to A New Hope. It is. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It is probably the necessary thing. Necessary thing? Um, meaning, I was talking to Zach, I have one, I have one major complaint about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to that later. But um, generally, I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. Um, if you couldn't tell. We, we did overall enjoy it. But I think the problem is it, it lives in this culture, pop cultural bubble where you to make it work well, you almost have to recapture the original trilogy in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what people wanted. Yeah. No one would say it quite that directly. Mm-hmm. And to me, I didn't mind too much because even with the prequels, there was always this theme variation thing going on. Yeah, there's always like this showed up but in a different context. And I think what they did really well in this movie is it could have been almost a reboot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and in many ways, it is kind of structured like a reboot, but. All the all the homages are really, I think, structured in ways that still feel fresh for the most part, and not like they're just copying. Yeah, I'm, and so it, wor- it worked for me generally because there was so much new life that it didn't feel like it was just copying. Now you got the droid getting with the thing, and you have the blowing up, you know, whatever. Yeah, but. like those those two are the main touchstones of similarities. You got the droid that everyone's hunting for, then the attack on a Death Star type. And you started on a desert planet. And yeah. starting on a desert planet. I mean, there's... Well, there's a lot of little ones. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of variation after that in terms and, of, like, where they go after that. They don't go immediately no. to rescue someone. And honestly, I really feel like... While it's structured a lot off New Hope, I really feel like it, it encapsulated lots of other parts of the trilogy, or original trilogy. I mean, you have basically Ren's story, or dream sequence is very Empire Strikes Back. When Luke has his dream, you know, they both go and do this thing and mm-hmm. see the people come. I, I mean, that's that. very, you know, that scene of Luke um, on Dagobah. 
there's some very, I mean, obviously we won't, I will wait to, to get that part, but there's, you know, some very interesting echoes at the end. So I, I feel the parts of them reflecting a new hope that probably hurts it the most is honestly the X-Wing battle at the end. Yeah, I, I, this is my main complaint. Because yes. I, I, I didn't feel like, in part because there was so much more interesting things going mm-hmm. on with the main characters. I'm with And you. there wasn't nearly as much focus on how to actually blow this thing up. It was just kind of a means to an end. And there was not nearly the suspense that the first Death Those Star... Those are almost my exact thoughts. Yeah. yeah. It, like, but it bothered you more than... Because I thought the same thing. It bothered well, you more than And I figured out, it took me a couple days to figure out why this bothered me so much. And I think it's this. Like Tim was saying, okay, you got a Star Killer, Death Star point three. <laughs> um, and, and honestly, the Star Killer ideas, I like. And I don't really mind having a bigger and better Death Star because the Empire seems to be into that. Sure. And it's not, yeah, like, it's not like the writers of the Expanded Universe didn't also try the same. It's like, it's yeah. something people do. They try the. Uh, a bazillion times, time, which yeah. may be another reason I'm kind of like whatever. But it was a, it was a very interesting concept. I love the fact that there was a pl- you know they could go and out on the planet and stuff. That was a whole planet. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, and you know it, so I can deal with that. I think what bothered me most is you know they make the plan, and it's like it's like the plan sessions from both the other. You know it's like, but but they don't even like they just play it straight, which to me is just weird after you've blown up two Death Stars for one, uh, and then well, there's no tent. Well, they had Han's line. It's like, it's just bigger. Well, well they we did still do, blow it up. They did. <laughs> but I think you're right. It's the lack of tension. It's the fact that in both New Hope and Return of Jedi, even though they're both Death Stars, the entire, especially in Return of Jedi, the entire last half of the movie is about this ragband team almost getting decimated while trying to blow this thing up. That There's a lot of stakes there. Mm-hmm. But in The Force Awakens, it's a very personal, it's really about Kylo Ren, Han Solo, and Rey. And so it's almost just a distraction. What? And so it's like, here's a, here's a blow-up Death Star scene, which is always my favorite scenes from the original trilogy. You know, this, like, Rebels win and beat the big thing. It's a big... Except you don't even care because there's yeah, other was, stuff happening. I know, but I like that. Because if you did that again no, and you cared, no, that, no, that's, that's the thing. It's good that they didn't focus on X-Wing Battle because it's too much of, like, the same thing. But... Then why, then, you feel, then why do you have it? See, it's this catch-22, and it just, it, it, to me, it just, I think you could have put it on, you could just, you could do the whole ending and not have a star killer, or not blow up the star killer. You could just go get Ray. Yeah, or like just disable it or something. Yeah. And I, and I think there's, there is a problem, too, about why you don't, there's not as many stakes, and that is we don't really have a very clear understanding of what the resistance is yeah. or even what the New Republic is. It's one thing, you know, you're talking about having to go be like original trilogy to yeah. please the masses. And one thing they, they, they very clearly say to steered away from the prequel strategy was not talking about politics hardly at all. Yeah. I spent a lot of the, my first few first viewing really trying to figure out, wait, what is going on? Why is there a resistance? The Republic is so the new Republic exists, but they're like kind of secretly supporting yeah. the resistance. Why? Like, wouldn't that it, just be something they would naturally it, oppose? It seems to me. And again, you have to read the previous lines that there's been a truce and that, you know, the Republic is here. The first order is here. And it just kind of they, it's like Cold but War. That's what that's the sense they got, and the don't resistance. You, don't you think they purposely? Don't you think they purposely stayed away from it? One because the characters were the focus. Yeah. But two because so many people complained about the 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 prequels that 
government policies, how things became yeah, the empire, yeah. none of that. No one cared about that in the original trilogy. Yeah. And so I think they were trying not to do that purposely. But And I think – I don't know if this was an added – if it were on, if it was on purpose, or if it's just a great byproduct. But I was looking afterwards because I'm interested in that stuff. I lo- I personally love the tri- the prequels. Yeah, um, and that's the kind of stuff I like. And I was looking at all the comics that are coming out. Yeah, and I all think the there's books a lot of- that are going to be coming out, sure. and all that kind of stuff. They get to build this. You know, they get to lay the groundwork for all that stuff too. And they give that opportunity to look, read that stuff and, and figure out about that stuff to the people who want to versus the people who don't. don't. care. And I, I also think the, the first episode of these new ones is got to be focused on the, the characters. Yeah, and they do that. I think genius. they'll get more of that. Yeah, and, and, and I totally get that. And I know that's why they, why they focus on that because people didn't like in their prequels. But And I, it didn't bother me nearly as much the second time I watched it, honestly, because then I was like, okay, I get the general gist yeah. of what's going on. Just the first – the problem is that once you're – because J.J. Abrams, from what I've heard in interviews, he compared a lot to – for Star Wars, they talk about the, you know dissolving the Senate. Yeah. They talk about a lot of stuff that you don't really have a whole lot of context for yeah. and you, know, you don't care. Yeah. But the problem is – We've been in Star Wars for a lot longer now. There's a lot more history there, so it's and, and I don't preconceptions, think, for, you know, because yeah, the expanded universe doesn't matter, but it's seeped into a subsection of the audience. Yeah, so I, I think it, you're. I think he's pushing his mystery box uh, a, tad. A, a tad. Just in, I mean, yes, people got what they the general basis of things, but when you're a little too distracted by trying to figure out why is this going, a, a, a on... a line or two might have done it. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, I'm not asking for much, yeah. but. Uh, it, but it was yeah, just something I the, concerned of the first one. The setup of the of the of the Star Killer base and the especially the the X Wing part of it yeah. was was the part that I felt was the weakest. Another question I had about the Star Killer base, and I wanted to you know oh, no. Death Death Star, you don't think at all about how they power the thing. Yeah. And the Star Killer base, they actually show you that it's like sucking powered the up, sucking yeah. by the sun, which made me wonder. We made us wonder, like, how how are they going to power it a second time? Yeah. Well, does, does the planet actually have a propulsion system that can go destroy another sun? And that's my problem with well, that was my problem. I didn't have the problem Nick did with the the recreating that yeah. whole thing, which I was fine with. Whatever. Um, I had the biggest problem of logic in the they used the Star Killer base twice. Yeah, but they only showed draining a sun once. Does it only drain parts? Eventually, it'll drain it all. I did. I've only seen it once. Zach's seen it tw- no, three times. It's. They said. Well, they said when the s- s- sky is dark, when the sun goes black, uh, uh, yeah, then so you'll be able to fire it. Maybe they got two off of the same star. Like the first time, got half the star. Maybe it was just very that part. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, it's, again, you wouldn't have thought about it except that they'd gone through the trouble of explaining how they I know. powered it. The and my time. only thought was to why they did that was like – Maybe they just liked they the name Starkiller. The, well, and they wanted darkness. I mean because it did play into the scene at the end. The sun gets uh, All the, sucked away yeah. right as Kylo Ren and Han are talking – it goes black, and there's just the red light. I mean, it's perfect for that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you wouldn't have needed to tell us anything about the... My, my, la- my last thing with the Starkiller thing would be done with that. Is, be- is really. well, there's not the tension. Because, like, look, go to Return of the Jedi. You know, they have to get they have to sneak in and go to Endor. And sit. 
you know, how to get past the shields? Oh, we're going to jump in. How are we going to pull the shields out? And we'll find this lady. And, you know, there, there is no obstacles to stopping the Starkiller base because it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And that bothers me when, that when they a- said it. Well, and no, it's not Recepa's big thing, but it's echoing two other ones that were giant. I think that's my problem. I think second time probably won't have as much of issue, mm-hmm. but it's echoing two other, you know, basically high-stakes things with an even bigger, badder one, and they can kind of just... Walk in and walk in and take. Yeah, it doesn't even. Yeah. It, there, it well, doesn't take any effort. Then by, I mean, if you're gonna go down that road, which you certainly can, I had the whole thing like, okay, the Republic, the New Republic. Then they've built this thing bigger and larger than anything that they've yeah. done before, and you're gonna let this ragtag group of people like take care. You know, there's obviously a Republic fleet. Yeah. And they've built this, you know, that's like, we let Russia just make this giant nuclear weapon it, it and we don't it, have anything to do with it. And we, we told like, yeah. we told yeah. Spain, go, go take care mm-hmm. of that for it. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. Unless they didn't know because it looked like a planet and they're like. It didn't look like a planet. There was a giant chunk, chunk out of it with a, no big, <laughs> with a big <laughs> hole. Like. In a world where you've seen a Death Star, no. you'd probably have seen it. I no. think you'd make scanners that scan planets now just to see. Like, I do have to say, <laughs> shooting the thing looks awesome. Oh no! It I looks love. Fantastic. I love it when they shoot the thing. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I will say. I mean, when you know they split the. Fu- I don't yeah. know. That's just cool. There, there was a little bit more of emotional connection there. I mean, when Ald- we don't know anything about Alderaan aside from yeah. what Leia tells us. This time, you actually see people. You see the blast like, coming no. to the story. <laughs> like, oh man! And at first, apparently, from what I've read, it may not have actually been Coruscant. It was destroyed. Right. I I thought it was first. I was like, oh I know gosh. that's so what be, I thought too. Little, I mean, there's like trillions of people in Coruscant. Yeah, the, uh, it's the Hassanin system um, because they say it. They do say it. They oh, say they? it. Okay. I I heard it the second time through, and then I went and looked what that is, okay. and I didn't find out lots of information. There were I, I hate to get into what people say on the internet because. Unless it's on StarWars.com or whatever, it's not official. Mm-hmm. Um, but they talked about this being where they reformed the government and stuff. So that is that in some sort of source book or something? That it, it might not be in. You know what? Hold on, I got StarWars.com pulled up because well, we'll I keep moving well. Yeah, yeah, you guys can keep moving. I <laughs> I mean, anyways, that was my only rule, and I've spent too much time on it, but. Yeah, and I was sort of relieved in a way that it wasn't Coruscant, in part because it seemed like it would be a big kind of. That'd be evil. Well, well not only that. Of, yeah, we love to see it when it was there. And, like, you can't just get rid of it, like, in the blink of an eye in the first. And, and it seems like almost like it would have been, like, saying a ha-ha to the prequels. Because so much of the prequels is focused yeah. on Coruscant. It almost seemed like it would have been kind of a jab at that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've apparently, you know. Tatooine's not the only desert planet, so well, it makes sense. And we know there's more than one city planet. I it mean, like they just dump all used ships there. Basically, yeah. they call it junkyard, and that would make sense. We have a whole story. While we're talking about locations, I do yeah. want to touch on that being one other thing. I was a little disappointed, in, and this is a minor thing, yeah. but I was a little disappointed. There really wasn't any really cool new locations. Yeah. Like we had more forests and desert, and all varied kind of down to earth, which is okay. But I loved. One thing I love about Star Wars is the cool new locations. Yeah. Now, that said, I really did like Maz's trading post. Yeah. I thought it was very cool to see another, like... Cantina Point 2. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but and, fun. And, and yet, a little, it seemed to be, like, a little, it was a little more orderly than, like, yeah, was, most Cantina-type places. It wasn't, it wasn't as seedy as Jabba's Palace or the Cantina. You got the sense that Maz kept a pretty tight yeah. r- reign on uh, what, what went yeah. on under her roof. 
which so I thought that was a cool place. No, I, I like I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed the outside of the planet where is where Luke is with all the like all the little tiny islands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that place is cool. I mean, we didn't see much of it, but I mm-hmm. like the idea of it. Yeah. Did you catch that uh, when he was doing his like force interrogation thing with Ray? He he said something about mm-hmm. an island and an oceans and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, he, he she had seen it. Which because I didn't even think about it until the In second time that she had not actually seen the map, but he thought she had because she never saw the map that BB-8 had showed at all. Yeah, yeah, she saw it because BB-8 showed it on the Millennium Falcon to um, oh, oh, that's yeah. right, no, to to Han. Okay, yeah. you're right. Never mind. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Okay, so that's most of the plot. Should we start getting to the big, the two big issues, probably, which would be Han and Luke? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, so it's interesting. I had complained. One thing I complained about with extended universe stuff is I didn't like that they had made one of Han and Leia's kids go to the dark side. Yeah. Um, the weird thing is, I don't know that I mind it as much in this context. And I think part of that is one you, thing I you don't get to see all the in, you just see him evil. Well, there's that, but also, I don't know. I, one thing I always felt about the extended universe in general, too, is that I never really liked if their stories became bigger than the movies. Oh, yeah. Or like more monumental. And that seemed like that would, if that was something that would happen, I would want to actually see yeah, it in a film. Well, and there you go. So now, now I got it, um, for better or for worse. I, I like the fact that his name's Ben. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and to me, it really explains well, you know, why Luke would be, you know, that he's had this. Yeah. It, and go horrible along with, you know, with his, his nephew. It struck me as a very Yoda type thing to do to go into exile after you've failed yeah. miserably. Especially when, I mean, you're basically, if you don't bring it back right, everything reboot, I mean, goes wrong again. Yeah. And there's probably more to it that we'll find out later. Yeah, but, probably. Yeah. Speaking of, okay, so two things. I've, I'm derailing your hijack, or yeah. I'm derailing your sidetrack. Sidetrack. <laughs> um, one. Hosnian system. I looked up and I couldn't find it on StarWars.com, but it's it's something, and I saw some things. Anyways, it's not Coruscant, which I know that for yeah. sure. Yeah. But two, in trying to find out if that's the base of the New Republic, I looked up the New Republic on StarWars.com, and it says the Rebel Alliance became the New Republic after its victory over the uh, Empire at the Battle of Endor. Eager to win over the war-weary citizens of the galaxy, the New Republic revived the Senate, signed a peace treaty, the Galactic um, Concordance, with the Empire's remnants and drastically reduced its military capacities. That policy aroused the ire of rebel hero Leia Organa, which I want to know why she goes by the last name Organa, who warned the elements of the Empire would still seek power. Sidelined from the political process, Organa founded the Resistance. So... That gives you oh, okay. some in hmm. some insight uh, as to where. So there's still freedom fighters, and the Republic can't because the tree can't. They really back sign them. the thing, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what? I think you know. There's that aftermath book, and I think there's some more coming. They'll probably go into all that. Yeah, there's like three aftermath books that are going to be. So Coruscant could have been could still be under Imperial control. It, it, it's highly possible that. Oh no! And the new here we go. The re- new Republic's. Home location is Hassanan Prime. Okay. So they did blow up. So that's them. that's why the new order was so ticked off that they were secretly funding the resistance, or at least they believed. They yeah, did. they were lying. They but yeah. then the new order was lying too. But they did. They blew up. Yeah. 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 They were obviously. Yeah. So that's one, two. Like Le- Leia Organa. Why? Why go? That by was that always last her name. name. 
Only before she knew she was a Skywalker. Yeah, but she, I mean, that's her royalty name and that's no, her. No, it's not her royalty name. She's not royal from. She's loyal, she's royal from Alderaan. Yeah, from Alderaan. That's from her, from Bail Organa, her dad who adopted her. He was a king there? I thought he was just a senator. Well, I don't know how they work in, but she was. I a, thought she was a queen from, a princess from, oh no, she was Princess Leia. Yeah. That was before she yep. knew she was a princess. Yeah. So she's been, she's twice a princess then. I guess, but yeah. but Padme was hadn't been a queen for a long time before. By the time she gave birth, yeah, she had retired. She was. A, she oh, was that a, doesn't change royal bloodlines. <laughs> well, Naboo is like you're elected or something, aren't you? Yeah, it's like the an elected queen's position. An elected position. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Okay. Anyway, come on, prequel cool lover. So, um, <laughs> this is my other thing. So, watching it the third time, <laughs> I was very interested in the old guy at the beginning. Yeah, he must have been because, a general from one of the... Because I was... Um, he knew Leia somehow. Because you know... Well, one, the actor is a, is a very formal... I mean, he seemed like an impressive person. Like, yeah. I should know who this guy is. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, so I paid a little attention to... Uh, I paid more attention to his lines. And he, he knew who Kylo Ren was in how he talked. He knew Kylo Ren beforehand... And um, I don't know how he knew where Luke the Knights of Ren and these guys. Well, that led me to look up some stuff on. <laughs> I, well, I just looked up some stuff because I I'm yeah. interested in theories. Yeah. Um. But I know when I read stuff on the internet, it's just theories. Yeah. Except StarWars.com has their actual things. So the legendary traveler and explorer Lore Santaka is a longtime ally of the New Republic and the Resistance. After the Battle of Endor, Santaka. Helped Luke Skywalker recover secret Jedi lore that the Empire had tried to erase. Hmm. And Leia Organa hopes uh, the old scout can now help find her brother. Obviously, this was available before um, the movie came out. Following decades of adventure, uh, Santaka retired to live simply on Jakku, where he follows the dictates of the once forbidden Church of the Force. But his retirement is fated uh, to be anything but peaceful. I wonder. I wonder if he's also kind of a Ben Kenobi to watch over Ray. That's seen. what I'm. That was my oh. theory. Then is that there is no way That's this guy who know these knew these two, Luke and Leia super well, ended up on Jakku just by accident. <laughs> that well, doesn't. You know work. what? You know what I do love about Star Wars. Even like prequels came out, and then like. Doing pottery, so that one lady standing up there, and then they have a whole story about. I love the fact that they <laughs> they, thought, the they thought enough ahead. And, and, a lot, and you know, George Lucas had little stories for them, but you can't put it in the movie because the movie's about mm -hmm. these main characters. Well, and that I, I I like that for the people who want to learn, and you don't have to. So yeah. so that was my thing when I saw him learned that even before I read this by listening to his. If you listen to his talk at the beginning to Kylo Ren, you get like. This guy knows stuff. Yeah. And so immediately watching it, I knew, like, there's more to this guy's story. Like, we're going to learn more about this guy yeah. in the future or something. And that made me go, he's on Jakku purposely. There's no way Poe came here to yeah. this thing. And the, hold on. Luke's daughter is just how, yeah. I mean, who knows if she is. I, I've gone from 70% sure she was to I'm at about 90s. <laughs> I, I'm, I, that was one thing I, I was partly like. It was interesting. After the first viewing, like I enjoyed it, but like the next day, I was full filled with like, I, was, I was mourning Han Solo, and I had all these questions. Like, why didn't they just, why didn't they just say if she's Luke's daughter yeah. or not? And I still kind of wish that they they would have. Yeah. But I mean, again, you don't have to go into it. You can just say 
you know, Luke could even say something. I mean, granted, I love that that final scene. That final scene's really good. It is really, really cool, but it's still... It's, it's a J.J. Abrams ending. It is. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, it works for, you know... Well, then Zach brought up that old... Uh, the trailer. The trailer. I watched it again. Did you watch it again after I, I tweeted I, I, it? No. Okay, that trailer pretty much proves that it's that she is. Yeah, because he's, he's talking so, about the Skywalker family again. And then, and I wonder if that wasn't cut from... I wonder if it wasn't near the end of the movie. And was cut from And they cut, you know, it's like... Possible. It was like right near the end, and they thought, no, it'll work better, just... There's a shot in that trailer that they didn't wind up using. At some point, someone gives Luke's uh, Skywalker to Leia. Um, but that's not in the movie at all. No, it, you mean the 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 lightsaber? Yeah, the lightsaber. Yeah, there's a there is a uh, someone handing someone the lightsaber. I, I don't think you get to see who it is in the trailer. But I'm there's pretty, a. I'm pretty sure though it looks like Leia's outfit because. No, you're right. It is because it's Leia's ring. I watched mm. it a couple of times the other day. <laughs> well, and they're, and they're clearly <laughs> right. like Ray wears like the same outfit the whole time. Yeah, and she doesn't is, wear anything like is, what Leia's it wearing. It is. Um, there is that scene. Okay, okay we're highly derailed. We go Sorry. No, I, the, I love this, but I, I think we should probably... F- Focus on the movie? We'll, we'll touch it and then go on... Let's finish up with the Kylo um, Han stuff. Oh, I forgot we were talking about that. Well, yeah. here's the... First off, at first I'm like, why is Han doing smuggler stuff? Where's Leia? You know, and it, they, it explains pretty well. It, yeah. And I, I like... I mean, it's sad. Yeah. But it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's very interesting, you know, of the different illusions from different movies... One of the clever ones, I think, is that when Kylo Ren's there with Han on the... Because the Empire only builds giant railings over pits. Um, <laughs> no, they don't build any railings. They build <laughs> giant bridges with no railings. Well, I remember back when it was all Phantom Menace, you know, they have those things and the railings. Like, what is this? This is Star Wars architecture, um, which I love. I don't mind that at all. There are no... There's no, like... Um, What's OSHA? Yeah. There's nobody <laughs> making sure there's safety involved. But, you know, and then they're staying there, and, and I'm like, this is, go- this is bad. Don't. Yeah, it, as, soon as, as soon as that scene no, started but, but up, it's you knew very it much. Is, Han Solo is basically Obi Wan in this movie. Because yeah. he, he, uh, he, he gets the people uh, from the desert planet, he teaches himself, yeah. he's kind of a father figure for them, and then he basically willingly gives up his life to Darth Vader. Yeah. Just yeah. like Obi Wan does in. in the Darth Death Star and New Hope. That's true. And it's... I mean, I don't it's think... More, he, it's more affecting than killing Ben. Is. I don't think he knows in this, this case that he's... I couldn't tell. I don't think he... Like, I think he knows that this is a very risky thing to yeah. do, but I think he has hope that it won't... Yeah, I think he he's, he's willing to try. And and yeah. it was it all... I was trying to figure out, was it all a, a, a ruse? What, I'm not gonna, what Kylo Ren was doing... Uh, or was he really? I'm torn inside. I think I, I'm not sure he knew he was going to do that, and I think Han knew he didn't know. Yeah, I, I think the scene's very ambiguous, and I think it's because no one there. My interpretation of it, seeing it once, was that both sides basically was didn't quite know what would happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kylo Ren is that manipulative. No, I don't he, think. Uh, watching it again, I thought this. I, I, I thought it was. He either he wants, was really torn. He either wants to give up the darkness or he wants to kill Han Solo. I, I, yeah. No, well, but right. this was my other question. This was my other thought, though. He he says, um, you know, I'm torn inside. It's it's tearing me up inside, or something like that. And then he says something about, um, "Will you help me?" And he says, "Yes." And he hands starts to hand him the lightsaber. And my other thought was, does does he want Han to like? 
Kill him? Kill him. I thought that To too. end it yeah. for him because he's in such torment because yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I leaned actually more. Yeah. And then it was like he he can't actually give up. And it's very interesting to have a bad guy who basically, instead of, con- instead of having good guys constantly tempting to the dark side, is a dark guy who's like, I keep thinking that maybe I shouldn't be doing this. I yeah. Mean, that's not interesting. That was a cool twist, I thought, like him feeling tempted to be good. Like, like he, was... he, he, I think he really thinks, I can't... I can't constantly cut all these parts off from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Anakin basically said, I'm just going to, I'm well, selling myself. You know, it's, it's interesting yeah. to think then, too, where um, Anakin was always this guy who was tempted by the dark side, you know, to see the, this balance, balance in the force <laughs> of, of Kylo Ren always, like, this tempting of the, of the light. And you feel like he just can't be... He can't live up to the evilness of Darth Vader. Well, well that's what he wants, and that's what he wants. It's just so weird. I kind of, I kind of yeah. j- joked afterwards. Like, I think Han said something about him having too much Vader in him. It's like, well, he did seem to be about as whiny as Anakin <laughs> in some ways. <laughs> I just read an article about how the um, it was this whole rethinking of how the trilogy, how they should have, like, all the points were there, but how Lucas could have changed it just a little bit to make it work a little better. Anyways, and he talked about how the. The the prequels made you know one of movies greatest bad guys into this like whiny teenager. Like if you watch them straight through, you're like Darth Vader is not that intimidating. You know, he's, he's not that scary a dude. But but now the uh, emperor which, on the other hand, yeah. But, well, but which is different than too. If you start to like, I I am trying to stay up with the canon, at least the books that have to deal with the main things, like some of the rebel stuff and whatever. I'm not going to say all in mm-hmm. um from episode three to four there was a long space of time where anakin really became darth vader you didn't right. really see him yeah. you know he just made the switch yeah he turned into a and, really bad dude. and he just he completely right. sold out then i mean yeah. he's, he's not turning back and but, kyle ren can't seem to sell himself out yeah vader had like 20 years to develop that cold yeah. persona that we talked about as opposed to being the just the it, and you know it's sad that han solo died but i think it really is a from a strictly movie point of view, probably necessary. Well, it's and from a franchise point of view, it yeah. certainly was. Yeah, like, that's why. Because I, I realized, like, you're not going to redeem your main villain in the first episode of a new trilogy. And you can't. You, I, you, I you think, need to get, move the old people. No, out all three on. of these old people need to. Luckily, they can use Luke in this whole next one because they didn't use him in this well, one at all. And he, he's basically he's basically going to be Yoda. I yeah. mean, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, you got. What I, and planet person come to learn in the force. They're going to have to move Leia out too, or kill her off, or something. Well, I, no, you can just have her. You know, I know. I'm just saying, she's the one I. I think people probably worry most about her acting skills. I mean, she's the one who has not been in the business pretty much at all. Uh, exactly, and and she's a loose cannon. Anyways, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. where where Mark Hamill has but they established such great characters. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. No, uh, but I do think they. I think, like this one, I was very pleased with their use of her because yeah. she was not a big character. Essential, but didn't mm. go overboard with it. I'm going to have a – this may be a transition. Um, okay, so most of the – you know, there's a lot of pretty convenient – you know, they, they wanted to keep it nonstop and it works nonstop, this movie. Yes. And most of them, they explain it really well. Like, oh, we were looking – if I can show up on her thing or, if, or if, this – you know, and – it works pretty good. The only question I have is why did R2 start up right then? Yeah, that's, that is a big question. And my only thought, again, is that between Kylo Ren killing Han Solo 
and Ray finding the Force and all these planets dying that Luke sensed something and remote started R2. And and you That's know an but I think there is I think there's something there because um you see that scene they've played it in the previews and it was in the movie of where Luke uses his hand on R2 and kind of does you know just he puts it on R2 there's that link between R2 and Luke that yeah. I think I think you could explain that. Uh, do you think Luke is purposely trying to put R2 to sleep, like a force sleep sort of thing? I don't know how you do that to a droid, but you think... I don't know. I, but I, I, think, I think R2 is there on purpose. I think. I mean, I think he was waiting for the right I time. I think that's... They, There's Luke enough is clues waiting. that I don't think that's untenable. What, what I will be disappointed with is if Luke... And I don't think this will happen at all. I mean, if, if the Once Upon a Time people were writing it, this would happen. <laughs> but um, the if R2 woke up and they went and found Luke, and Luke's like, what are you guys doing here? I haven't expected... You know, Luke should be there like, I'm expecting this. I expecting you know, something, yeah. I, you know, yeah. he helped orchestrate it, something like he that. Had, he had this very haunted expression, though. He's like... Oh my gosh, you've actually found me, sort of. Yeah, his expression was not, um, like, it didn't look like I've been waiting for you. No, it looked like... like but a, I, th- I think R2 must have had some timer. Oh, no, I, I agree. Otherwise, otherwise, it's way too convenient. Someone theor- I heard someone theorized that maybe he was... They didn't say this at all in the movie, yeah. but there was a... That he was possibly trying to, like, decode, like, the, you know, the Doctor Who idea of, like, spending oh, a long time of, like, decoding the map, basically. No. Which maybe, but you know, there's. I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be something between him and Luke, or um, Ray showing up. Well, there's definitely Ray showing up, or Kylo. You know, uh, yeah, Ray showing up. There's definitely if Ray's his daughter. I think that's and she finds the the Force suddenly. There's definitely something to the that feeling of like there's a lot of things going on. The Force awakening. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's rebooting. Yeah, it's like things are happening. The Force is stirring. There's you know all that stuff. Aslan is coming. Uh, <laughs> the there was something else I was gonna say about Ray's thing. Oh, so here's my. Oh no, I already did that about why I'm sure Ray's the. the yeah. uh, and I wasn't sure originally. I thought she might be just um, like a very special Padawan that was at that. Yeah. You know, at the rebuilding of yeah, it she, originally. She had be, yeah, because Kylo Ren seemed to have some sense of her too, and, and yeah. her mechanicalness. Mm-hmm. I don't think is what you were talking about with the expanded universe is a force thing. I think it's a uh, it's Anakin, a Skywalker, Skywalker thing. thing. Yeah. And then the preview, the yeah. the preview sealed the deal it, it for me. It almost has to be, it, and it, it, it made it, it that it's way. just. It'd and be she too looked, much. It'd be too much unlike Star Wars just to have another random Force person. Yeah, that no, comes out exactly. And, and then you, you have know, siblings on the other end of things, as opposed to father son. People were saying she looks like Padme. Mm-hmm. I think she looks more like um, the little boy who played uh, Hayden Christensen in the first oh, movie. Oh, yeah, Lloyd? yeah. I think if you look at her in the eyes and stuff, I think she looks a lot like. That's interesting theory. No, it was interesting. Uh, well, another theory I heard that, again. There's no. If she's not Luke's daughter, some people thought, well, what if – because Han and Leia didn't seem to have any kind of recognition of no. her. But there was sort of this – what if like she, they had a mind wipe sort of thing like and Force Amnesia? That's never been in Star Wars yeah. before, but yeah. I think it's I, I think they probably, it seems more likely to be Luke's, I think. Yeah. And I, mean, I wasn't really – It gets too complicated to explain movies. I was surprised yeah. by that, actually. I did not think that it would be Luke's at all. I thought – I thought – my first theory was that the girl was Han and Leia's, and that was going to be the thing, and Kylo Ren was just this other dude. 
I came, I was, I was in the camp of, of Luke being Kylo Ren for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was an intriguing I, I, idea. I sometimes wonder if, if JJ didn't start that rumor. <laughs> yeah, it's a great rumor. <laughs> to throw people I mean, off the track. No, seriously. It's a good rumor. <laughs> and, awesome. and then um, uh, I was in the camp of doing the twins thing. I, I thought yeah. they were going to do the twins thing, but but when because of that poster, they were or they're they were cousins. Like they'd be cousins. They wouldn't be. Well, they would no, be they'd cousins. be twins. Yeah. What I'm saying. No, is, no, I mean in actuality. Oh no, now they are. Yeah. I said I said siblings earlier, and I was. But wrong. they, but but the way Han and Leia, they had, they had no, no clue. I mean, Han could have no clue. You could make it that way. Leia's gonna know. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, here's the other thing that I'll be very interested in seeing how they continue doing. So this this Snoke character yeah. is also out of nowhere. Yeah, which is yeah, which is weird in that you know there's always been this relationship of a well not always I've read in in some things that and I think this was official I think it was canon that there were lots of um, jet uh, lots of Sith yeah before. I mean back they, when they first started they'd they fight against each other and yeah. then Darth Plagueis. Was the one who decided no, it's going to be a a master, master and apprentice, and yeah. that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very interested in seeing how they manage this uh, new guy. Yeah, yeah. In, in you know, he's obviously well trained. You know, I mean, he's not some. You know, he's not a upstart. Yeah, well, yeah. he like figured the force out a little on his own, and he's yeah. just like this, this thing. I, I mean, yeah, he yeah. obviously has been around for a long time, so it's a. It's an interesting. Where was he during the whole empire? Yeah, that's what it'll be very interesting. It's been thirty years since Return of the Jedi. So he could have been, if I remember right. Okay, so he, yeah. But there's, there's. I mean, we really have no way of telling how old he is. But I would, I would guess at least fifties, sixties. And (laughs) you know, I mean, it's not unheard of that the emperor had, you know. He had Darth, this Darth Maul guy off to the side while well, he also had this Count Dooku kind of apprentice thing. And and so there's some precedence for some other thing. I'm What I'm looking at now is is I'm trying to look at um, Rebels and um, some of the other canon stuff now to see how they've treated some of these. Because there's this Ooh. these Inquisitors in the, in the um, Rebels TV show, which are this group of Force-sensitive... People that Darth Vader is trained in lightsabers and things, and they go out to hunt down the the Jedi's that are left. Okay, um, which then is canon. So, I, I to me, I'm just very interested in seeing how they do that because if they if they pull this guy from nowhere, just like boom, there's this other. There's obviously a story there. Yeah, right? there's got. To, yeah, they do so well. You followed the stories. Have you followed Clone Wars? Did you watch that? I too? didn't watch all of them. I didn't get to see the end. Um, the last couple of seasons. I don't know that there's an answer, but I mean, that might be an interesting place to explore. That's, I, I want to look. I there. know one place they probably are not from is Dathomir, um, the like the planet of like the the night witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's also apparently where Darth Maul Darth Maul came, came from. from. Yeah, and I think that planet has been pretty much wiped out. So, um, I, I I have heard some some things that have said that that Darth Plagueis might not be dead, or there might be this. <laughs> This uh, body Sith, jumping thing, Sith guy who keeps. Um, there, there's a very creepy thing with the very. It's Jar Jar Binks, right? No, <laughs> no I said I, Snoke could be Jar Jar Binks. See if he cut his like did some surgery on him or whatnot. <laughs> Anyways, no. Uh, there's I, and now the thing about it, the last episode, I believe, is there's is basically Yoda having this long vision about the future of 
well, the future. Um, and there is a point where he goes to like this planet that's filled with the dark side. It'd be really interesting to rewatch that and see if there's any clues. Because I think he, he I think he, he encounters a spirit of one of the past uh, Sith Lords. There was um, one of the canon books that I've read recently also. It was the, I think it was the Darth Vader one. The Lords of the Sith? Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. But there, yeah, it was Lords of the Sith. Where they, um, like the Emperor would go down and there was this like original Sith temple. Like, like temple. The, apparently the Jedi temple. Yeah, somewhere. that was actually mm. underneath the Jedi temple on Coruscant. It was like oh, deep inside there. So maybe that's uh, another reason um, they held on to Coruscant, possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I need to go. Now, looking we'll do, at this. We'll do, um, what, what, what is the Dark Empire from the... Dark Horse, the one where, they, where Empire has, uh, the Emperor has all kinds of clones oh, of himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember you telling me about that. Oh, yeah. I hated Dark Empire. <laughs> that was such a dumb comment. Wasn't there like the hand of... Yeah, I think they... Well, they cloned Luke. Uh, I guess that the was, hand, right? Yeah. Was, that, was that Thrawn Trilogy? That was in Thrawn Trilogy. That gets actually, a little... Which crazy. that was like on the border there. Yeah, but see, Dark Empire was like another one of these stories see, where anyone like... Anyone who wants to complain like re- repeating stuff... The, some of the early expanded universe stuff already did all that worse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, one other thing, and I guess you you've listened to the soundtrack some on um, yeah Spotify, Spotify, which is nice. Yeah, that I was is there. I was a little dis- I, I, I might have to go listen to it because watching it, even the, the two times I saw it, I was a little disappointed. I couldn't pick up on any interesting John Williams themes. Oh no, you've got to go Ray's back and listen. To Ray's theme is fantastic. Really, it's and fantastic. The, I, I like really the Resistance theme too. I, I haven't listened enough, but the third I'll time I went, I. I was it was early in the morning. I was tired and I'd seen it two times already. So I spent part of it with my eyes closed, like parts where I knew stuff was going on. And I actually was specifically listening to the music. I was very interested in seeing if I could hear Luke's theme in certain spots. Well, Luke's theme is kind of the Force theme. Though, I know, basically. Yeah. So, so which they did that a lot. I noticed. They yeah. Made the Force. But no, Ray's theme I love. I, I think it's fantastic. It, it happens when she goes. She does the. The slide down the yeah this is where it starts really isn't there it? and then at the there. end all of her climbing up the things to see Luke at the end until his theme comes on there that's the probably end. the 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 new central theme you know you yeah it was the one main. main thing you would you could pick okay. up okay I'll have to I'll have when to go you, listen to that because well that was, when you listen to it you'll recognize it it was just surprising to me because like the prequels there was there was a there was a very strong theme Duel in each one of Duel of the Fates and Anakin those, and Padme's theme and yeah. then the whatever the I mean Ray's theme is a little more it's a little more subtle a little more complex than those, uh-huh. um, but it's. I really the march. Re- the the I think it's called March of the Resistance. Um, is a, one of those big trumpety sort of. It reminds me a little bit between. I I think it reminds me. I have to go back a little bit like a like a messed up version of a of the droid invasion theme. Actually, I don't think it is. I think it probably just has some of the same flavor. Okay. Um, I I don't know that I'd be able to pinpoint the droid invasion. Well, I like theme. I like I like that theme. The droid theme is nice. Okay. Two. We've okay. covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Some of them not even related to the movie. So generally, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to restart Star Wars again, I think this is very strong. Yeah, I this mean, is a very strong beginning. The, the main thing I hope for the next one, work with your new characters because they're awesome. Yeah. And start making taking new ground. Yeah. Go new ground. Go to new places. We need to see some locations unlike anything we've seen before. Now, I know they very purposely try to avoid, like, overdoing CG, not doing much blue yeah. screen. But you need to go to some cities, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to go to some cities. Even see some really... I want to see some cool alien 
planets. Yeah. I mean, out, for goodness sakes, outdo Avatar in terms yeah. of planet creation. I think that would be fantastic. I mean, don't give up on pra- – I'm not saying give up yeah. on practicals. I love well, mix, all the practical effects. Yeah. yeah. But mix them up. Like, you know, Star Wars should be fresh. Cutting edge. Yeah. So, um, and you know, I, I really do enjoy, I know not, I, even on the prequels, I know some people are like, oh, this theme variation thing. I like theme variation. You know, that's what Lost basically is of like, you know, taking the themes of, di- you know, different, okay. of the original Star Wars and moving in a different context. And, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, keep doing that, but you know, it doesn't have to be so, you know, do it with the, with the big ideas, with yeah. the light and dark and the force and don't, you don't, don't be, don't be clever with it. <laughs> in the future, you, that'll be the temptation, probably. Yeah, that's true. I mean, JJ managed to avoid mo- trying to be clever. I think you just clever and made it. You yeah. just made it fun. Yeah, and you know, like little things, like you know, Ray wanted to go back home yeah. all the time, which is instead of Luke also. Yeah, no, doing those variations really helped me not feel like it was a repeat of. Yeah, well, and her home. reason for going back home though was the fact because she kept she was thought her family was coming yeah. back for her. So she had a very different motivation than Luke did. But, you know, if they hadn't changed things up as much as that, it would have been... Yeah, it would have been a little too... Too yeah. much. But mm-hmm. you can do even... Because now we're, we're, we're sold on these new characters. Right. I mean, I am. I'm ready. And the, the interesting thing, too, about now that we're starting into a new trilogy and people are assured, like, okay, this is going to be more like the Star Wars I want... I wonder if over time people will come to see the prequels more for what I think they really are. I think they're trying to be a different a, movie, a very different type of of thing. They're, like the prequel trilogy is a whole different beast than the original trilogy, and I think that is intentional. When not only intentional, I think it's something pretty impressive for Lucas to actually do. I mean, he, I was thinking about it the other day. Lucas basically made two complete universes. I mean, no, because the prequel trilogies. Spawned a whole un- I mean, there's a lot of young people who didn't didn't grow up with the old ones. Uh-huh. That you know, the Clone Wars and the storm, the, the stormtroopers and the Sith. I mean, and the Jedi. And uh, this is an entire world that's in books and movies and cartoons, just as much as the original one f- was for us older people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very different world. Very different. Um, and right now, Episode Seven is very much. In it, it's basically it's basically a continuation of episode six. Uh, six. Yeah, um, and I don't think that's a bad thing by any means. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting to see if we get more new ships, more new, you know, start yeah. moving things forward. Because in prequel, that's the other thing you saw, you saw a lot of different variations in spaceships. And they, did, they did some of that. I mean, they, they, and they did looked, some, but you saw a lot of X wings and Tie fighters again. Yeah, I mean, they were all updated a little bit, and the, and the star destroyers are compacted. And yeah. The, yeah, I will say one thing we haven't touched on, and we, I know we need to wrap this up. Yeah. This is getting really long. <laughs> Probably our longest side direct to date. But uh, cinematography in this movie was beautiful. Yeah, it was a it was a beautiful movie. I, I, I needed to go see it again. Yes, it's definitely. I, like I said, I actually I enjoyed it the first time, but I enjoyed it way more the second time, just because. It's funny because usually this, on second viewings you start seeing more of the flaws. This time I was able to relax a whole lot more in the yeah. second viewing. Well, and it, I mean. It moves. I mean, it's it's a very very well greased movie. I mean, it it moves almost effortlessly from thing to thing. Yeah, you could even like. I mean, I, some people. I don't, I had to watch it again to see what I, I I felt like. You know, the first half is paced almost perfectly. Yeah, almost. You could almost have a little bit more. Maybe some some more moments, like maybe a little bit more time to grieve with Han about Han yeah. afterwards, because there wasn't there wasn't a lot. There yeah. really wasn't much. I mean, there were some. But. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, the f- the first half is, yeah, put together. I mean, it's all really good. But you're yeah. right; it's pays the first half pays very well. Yeah. 
All, All right. right. We'll go check it out. <laughs> if you haven't, well, they have it. Hopefully oh, that's they right. It. Hopefully they have that now. Go watch so, it again. <laughs> so hopefully we helped you enjoy it again. Um, hopefully we've helped you process some of the same things that we've been processing. It's. I'm glad we didn't because we didn't. You and I we didn't talk about this at all before no. we started recording, and I think that was. Well, good. and like I didn't even talk too much about it right after because you know I had I liked most of it and I had that one thing and I didn't really want to say it out loud because just you know There's, I didn't want to spoil. You know I don't know I want everyone to enjoy and process it themselves yes, exactly. before you start saying what you want. Yeah, and and the, it took some processing because it wasn't like um, as much as the internet likes to put things in binary. It was awesome or it was horrible. This this one was great, but it had some imperfection, just little things. I was like, oh, but I, I I mean, you probably can't get a better yeah no better I mean, re, uh, start of or what it was trying to do. JJ Abrams had a, an almost impossible task, and he yeah. pulled it off really really well. Yeah. So all all props to him. To that. So yeah, if you want, to, I don't know if comments. If you add, I'm sure it will be long and voluminous. But you feel free to leave comments on this one. <laughs> yeah, if you if you disagreed with something, or if you had, if you felt that there's something else that we missed that we or, didn't or talk you about. just you hate the original trilogy and long love the prequels, you know. <laughs> I think there's room for both. Yeah, no, I and I do too. They're very different beasts. They really are. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. All right. This has been uh, Nick, and this is Tim. May the force be with you. Bye bye. <laughs>